Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to another episode of Photo Mission Focus, where we discuss photography. Today I'm here with Cara from Pixels and Spice. Hi Cara, how are you going? I'm good, thank you Terry. Thanks for having me back again. Oh, it's great to see you again. Thank you, it's amazing. <laughs> awesome. So today we're going to have a chat about our experience being women photographers in the industry. So can mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit about anything that you may have experienced or what's it like being a woman, a woman in photography? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think that this is, this is a really interesting topic. I, you know, I've, I've come through um, probably in the majority in the last 10 years is when yeah. I've really myself accelerated sort of my creative industry and my mm-hmm. work in the photography industry. Mm-hmm. So my experience is highly from the last decade. Yeah. But like I, th- I don't really have too many things to say as far as personally difficulties mm-hmm. experienced in the industry, but I've absolutely seen it heard about it, read about it, you know, all the history about sort of, you know, gender bias in particular fields and also in the creative industry. So, so a little bit about my background. I, um, at the moment, am a photo advertising major at uni. So my, Mm -hmm. my sort of speciality presently is working in, you know, commercial studios and all that sort of um, Mm -hmm. area. So I've prior to that also done a little bit of work in film and TV. Yes. So that, that, industry is itself like I love it I love I love the yeah. buzz but that that industry is super tough super catty <laughs> oh, um that's but not what we like no but but I think being on set as well like I've observed not not to a you know really awful degree but it is a heavily male orientated industry in the yeah. technical roles so yes. if I talk about being in a studio on set a um you know a film and television job yeah. for example yeah you know, you've got, in my experience, and this is just mine personally, all of the directors and producers have been male. All of the grips to so the guys that do all the soundies, male. Um, and do you think that that's because women aren't usually drawn to those roles or...? I think... I think it could be a little bit, and and this is where I, you know, very carefully say, like, I, I haven't had any really terrible experiences, but I think it could mm. just be that there's this adjustment in culture at the moment where, yeah, maybe women aren't drawn to those roles. Mm. I'm not sure why. Like, I, mm. I'm... As far as photographers, I'm I'm quite like a technical photographer, so yeah, I actually very different to myself. Whereas yeah, I'm non-technical. you're you're in the creative <laughs> scope, which I mean, I think it's I think it's actually great to sort of explore both of those, and yeah. hopefully we get to that um, during our chat. But yeah, I think like in the technical roles, like I'm I'm you know I'd be willing to learn sound, I'd be willing to learn mm. all those kind of things. But it was just interesting to to notice um, that it was a very male orientated industry, and I think that's perhaps yeah. just culturally in the past a lot of those roles have just been sort of of the technical, um, you know, mathematical persuasion mm. and mm. a lot of the guys coming through the ranks in creative industries have gotten into that, whereas you say maybe females mm. have done more of the creative practice, whereas I've, mm. I myself personally, I probably photograph a lot more of the, um, you know, typically male dominant industry. So mm. I don't know, I'm just breaking my own way. I'm just, yeah, it sounds I, amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going in there going, you know what? I used to photograph mountain biking. Yeah. You've had races. a really interesting career. It's, I have a random career. <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. Um, but yeah, like I used to photograph all the mountain biking races yeah. because I love that kind of events. And, and did you find as being a, a female photographer that you were one of only a few or? Definitely one of only a few. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
And like a, a lot of the events that I've done, I've gotten into for personal interest or I've known someone, you know, yep. competing or like I've done a lot of photographic work for musicians and the festival yeah. industry. And that's because I'm so envious of I was that say, part. Well, that's, that's because I love music. Like yeah. I, uh, you know, it was music first, photography second, to be honest. But I just, I got into these industries because I wanted to. Yeah. And I actually am quite sort of a shy person, which may seem unusual, but when I get into, you know, my my photo festival mode, for example, mm-hmm. or I'm going out. You become out. a very different character, you don't do. you? Yeah. You do because you you really, to be a successful um, photographer, like, you know, you are the director as well. Mm. You are the producer. You're making it happen. It's not mm-hmm. just about going out there and photographing, you know, whatever genre it is. This is dealing with people, obviously dealing with, mm-hmm. with nature or whatnot is um, a little bit different. Yeah. Although nature can be a formidable foe, I am assured. <laughs> but working working with people, you have to direct. So you, yeah. you do have to be brave. But um, yeah, just, just thinking of the like the film, film and TV work there, I guess I was quite fortunate the few jobs that of, of recent times mm. that I was involved in, I had like really fabulous directors, yeah. you know, uh, directors of photography, so DOPs. So mm. they were really aware of, you know, this is Kara, this is what she's doing on set to the rest of the crew and everyone was just like, right. Yeah, no um, nice. So that's where I say personally like my experience was great but it definitely yeah. comes down to your exposure as to who, you know, who, who do you have in your corner when you're on a mm. job. Mm. Um, and I think that goes for any working environment, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, like you were saying, Terry, when we were mm. having a chat earlier that you've done a few jobs and you've got 20 plus years experience yeah, I have it makes me sound so, quite old no no you well, actually I am a little bit older so <laughs> let's just yeah, we'll go with that you started as a toddler yeah no, I'd like to think so these so, rules are painted on <laughs> when when you when you were saying that as well like mm. you've, you've said that you've done a few jobs where mm. you are incredibly experienced but mm. you had um counterparts on your jobs yeah. where who were actually quite surprised yeah absolutely. when you mentioned that yeah absolutely and I think it, it also comes down to I'm not trying to um, blow my own smoke here, but I do look a little bit younger than I mm. than I actually am. So people do get quite surprised with my level of experience. But when I have been uh, pegged up against uh, male counterparts, it's often that they get looked to as the one with the experience where it may not always be the case. Mm. So that's an experience that I've had that's not necessarily been negative, but it's been a challenging one to navigate through so that there's an education process that happens. So it would be just identifying the level of knowledge that I do have and actually sharing that with people. So they do feel quite comfortable that I am am experienced enough to be doing the job because I've found it has been a little bit of a, a preconceived notion or an idea or an opinion of people that the men are the one that ha- ones that have all the experience and the ones that have all the knowledge. Mm. And I, I feel it less and less now than I did when I first started my career. So it's definitely been something that is changing and has changed, but it's it's definitely something that, that sometimes can be a little bit tricky to navigate through. And I think it's about being uh, confident in what you're doing mm-hmm. and being really kind of nurturing about that conversation that you have with people to let them know that you do know what you're doing and you've got the experience to back it up and that sometimes the male standing next to you is actually your assistant, you're not there. Yes. So that can be yeah. be quite interesting to, yeah. to have a discussion yeah. about. I um I, I have had a couple of, um you know, friends and colleagues assist me on jobs. So I, mm. you know, again, random career, um, specialising in pin-up photography, but mm. I do a lot of um, in the field, so natural daylight work. 
Yeah. Um, and I've had some friends assist me um, who are like six foot two. And oh, I love tall people. I'm, 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 just, I'm just putting it out there that, you know, genetically evolution, at least in my case, and has, mine as well. has not given me height. Yeah. So to actually have a really tall friend, male or female, in my case, it just happened to be male, yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. I didn't have to bring out my little trusty stepladder, yes. <laughs> which I do have for some events. Yeah. I, mine comes I believe in my car with me everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually that, I mean, that's a challenge for me on, yeah. on set, um, but that's yeah. for anyone. If you are of the shorter persuasion as a photographer, depending on your, um, you know, activities that you're doing as, yes. in, in the um, job, yeah. it can be difficult. Yeah. Particularly if I'm um, photographing really tall, gorgeous, six foot, you know, Victoria's Secrets models, it's- I'm like, man. <laughs> I just look at them and want to have their legs for a day just so I can take photos of people instead of up their oh, nostrils, yeah. kind of down their nostrils. Yeah. So this is where I joke saying, look, clearly genetics were not on my side. I did not mm. get the tall gene. Um, but, uh, you know, I have had some brilliant, brilliant um, mm. assistants who were who were male and it just yeah. happened to be that they were also ridiculously tall and were really, <laughs> were really super helpful holding fleckies or lights or, yes. or what, you know, carrying things like whatever it was that we we needed like they were really helpful um so yeah I think that's where we loop back saying it depends on who you are fortunate enough to surround yourself with in um in the job yeah that's exactly right that's Um, exactly right and I find sometimes being short can be quite an advantage to us as well like I find especially in the wedding industry I'm able to duck and weave like no one's business like a ninja (laughs) like an I have been called a little ninja on more than one occasion (laughs) Um, yes I've been told that I've seen that people have seen me commando rolling up and down an aisle. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. I would love that. I um, I've done a few weddings, but also mm. at like I've done functions and events. Um, yeah, functions and, and events are, are just as yeah. yeah you've got yeah. to you've got to weave through the crowd, and and sometimes as well, you need to be incognito. Like mm. you you don't want to be really obvious and yeah. sort of stick out like a sore thumb, particularly if it is a private function yeah. and you are there to blend in. Yeah, get you know behind the scenes kind of shots as well. Um, and it, do you yeah, that does. Sometimes being a woman, it's it's, and no offense, guys or anything. Um, do you find that sometimes our way with people is advantageous to us in our jobs, especially when it comes to functions and when it comes to events? I think, um, and again, it's not not to um, you know gender biased either side. Mm. I think coming down to as a photographer, if you're a people event, you know liaison kind of photographer, you mm. you really need to have a way with people where you have ex- excellent business relationship mm. skills. Perhaps some females are a lot more approachable, maybe a little bit more relaxed. But, again, mm. I, I'm not going to stereotype um, either side on that fence mm. because, like, you know, I've got some lovely, lovely, beautiful, um, you know, male friends mm. and I've, you know, seen them at events where people just love how charismatic yeah. they are and you're just thinking, my gosh, to have that confidence. <laughs> that charisma. You're as smooth as a salesman. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think – it's an interesting segue into mm. um, something that I was going to ask you about as yeah. well. Um, I haven't, I haven't dabbled a lot in, in like you know, newborn or family portraiture mm. too much, but. I think there's particular genres which maybe um, are the, their niche has a, a far greater proportion of female yeah, to male and vice a really versa. That's a really good point. I'd never, until you'd said that, I'd never actually considered that as part of what we could discuss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just one thing that I, I briefly mentioned this on another podcast that, um, you know, I found a lot of groups um, focused on women in landscape photography because mm. they wanted to champion women in landscape photography, but they thought that women were pigeonholed as portrait photographers yeah. and, and I'd never 
personally thought about that. Honestly, yeah. had, had never thought about that. Um, and where I say, you know, perhaps I've just pushed my way into perhaps male-dominated areas in events, sports, music. I thought about it and thought, well, you know what, on the other hand, if you think of maybe boudoir photographers mm. and newborns, like what, what do you think, Terry? Like I, I As soon as you say that, I think of people I think, like Kelly Brown and the boudoir divas that yeah. were that were the, the women in, in the States many years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I do think of, of women being in the forefront. Yeah, for that. And, and yeah. I, I was reading something really quite interesting the other day about um, boudoir photography and, again, with a grain of salt, you take it for what it is, but a lot of females and potentially startup models mm-hmm. feel a lot more comfortable with a female photographer. Mm-hmm. And so it is a good point where you say perhaps it is our way with people, but I think it's person to person. But I yeah. thought that's that's interesting because, yes, I absolutely do see um, in you know the forums and the groups that I follow a greater proportion of female um, boudoir photographers or yeah. artists. Yeah. But there's some phenomenal male artists out there mm. um, and I think it comes down to the way that they approach it in their yeah. work and the way yeah. that they sell it and reputation. Mm. So, you know, if you can come across as genuine, authentic, just, you know, an all-round person doing the right thing mm. as well. Yeah, um, I think that's really important. We, Stephen and I actually spoke about that in another podcast about mm. how to treat models. And Yeah, that's and right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as long as you're doing the right thing and um, as, as the director hat of the photographer, um, the photography work, you you do need to make sure that your model is confident mm. with you, no matter what the genre. Mm-hmm. So something where it's perhaps a little bit more intimate or a little bit more personal or, you know, there's one-on-one rather than a group of you. Yeah. You you do need to make sure that the model's comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I I love the idea of the genre, a doudoir. <laughs> Have <laughs> you heard like that? No, I haven't. A doudoir <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> I um, need to see this. <laughs> so it's male boudoir. Get um, out of town. Yeah, it's a thing. It's that a is th- awesome. So, you know, perhaps um, perhaps they'd like, you know, the I don't know if they'd be more comfortable with a female photographer oh my still goodness, themselves. This is something I need to look into. <laughs> so, you know, you've got you've got them in the bath with their it's I think a lot of it has started oh. off as a bit of a um a gimmick, but it's serious. I've seen some genre. incredible photographs of, of of men in there's a um a group that I follow on Facebook called Dirty Boots and Messy Hair and it's all about it. It's a from what I understand, it's an editing kind okay. of yep. notion. But there's some beautiful boudoir photographs of, of men and women yeah. in that particular one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise it was a thing, it's a but thing. now you mentioned it, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually in the so in the pin-up um, scene as well, the, there's a lot of men, um, or the technical term if you're in the, the rock and roll scene, is their greases. Oh, yes, I've heard that um, expression, yes. That you know, again, uh, absolutely phenomenal as yeah. models where you think might think, oh, that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit sort of, you know, prissy or whatnot. But no, it's, it's like, amazing. gosh, it's no. Quite, they're, quite. they're really super empowered, usually yeah. like absolutely gobsmackingly. Like they've got attitude and it's incredible. Oh, yeah. They're so looking gentlemen, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, some of them with the, the, the hipster oh, beards. The hipster beards that are in incredible. fashion. Incredible. And they're so soft when they put their beard oil in. Now we've just digressed onto a really weird tangent. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, I think so So back on the topic of genres. So um, you yourself, you specialise mm. in um, mainly weddings. But yeah, you, I do. You do do some I like. Children and family. Do lots of different stuff, kind yeah. of like yourself. So I do uh, families, newborns. I do a little bit of real estate work from okay. time to time yeah. and also business photography from time to time as well. I'm just trying to think if that everything – and events and, and conferences. Events. So, yeah. yeah, I dabble all over the place but 
definitely specialise in weddings. Yeah. So have you yourself found um, sort of in any any aspect of mm. photography, whether that's, you know, your experience, um, you know, physical attributes, that mm. kind of things, any other sort of bias that maybe is, is something that, um, you know, female photographers starting out, it's just like, hey, just the heads up. Yeah, I find I'm part of a few uh, women-only groups that support women photographers and I mm. find... It, I think what's lacking for women in photography is our own self-confidence, mm. our own ability to stand up for ourselves, our own ability to to not just educate but to celebrate. And I think we also need to celebrate each other's achievements as well as our own. Mm-hmm. That's a 100%. really big thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I think we've still got a long way to go. It's almost like the scales have tipped the other way a little bit but not necessarily in the right way. We're still learning how to navigate through and to find our voices and to to be as amazing as we really are, <laughs> to be honest. Celebrate it, girl power. Yeah, yeah, and celebrate our own power as well in a way that we don't feel embarrassed and yeah. we feel quite humbled and and we're, we're encouraging others at the same time. So, mm. yeah, I, I think that's the only thing that I can kind of say that I've experienced and, and would really wish for the women in the industry to to kind of do for themselves to be confident and just yeah. get outside their box yeah and yeah. like I, I was um when I was saying earlier like I'm I am actually genuinely quite a, a shy person like mm. I and I, I like I love my time alone and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff comes into um the editing and so forth that you know as photographers we spend generally depending on your um type of work like hours and hours I know yes, I do six hours today I do endless <laughs> hours editing so that that is actually for me sort of my form of meditation yeah. like it's I shut the door anyone else that's home I'm like this is you know car office time but you do like and I personally I do need to push myself to get out there and mm. I, I sort of I it's it's funny even though I've been um you know doing this as my practice uh for years I always get the jitters like yeah. no, no matter what job I always get the jitters before the job and I think that that's just that little bit of as you say be humble be confident but you know if you're not if you're not just a little bit sort of a cautious of let's triple check, have I got my batteries? Yes, I've looked in that same spot five times. <laughs> I need to do that a little bit more actually, the triple double yeah. or triple check. I think, um, you know, whatever whatever works, like I, I'm, a, I'm a note taker, I'm a list taker. So, you know, write yourself your list, you know, do have your little um, – you know things on replay on you know youtube or whatever just to remind yourself yeah. of, of certain of certain skills um yeah i think we just and i've mentioned before my one of my favorite sayings is the power of yes just get out there try to find groups that are um inclusive yes that if you're if you're not if you're not going out there straight away to shoot for clients like paying clients mm-hmm. um or even trade for print jobs you, you know, should just get out there and find a group that's inclusive, that, you know, understands your skill level, but also what you're looking for. So yeah. if, if you do go out there and say, look, I don't have any, you know, female buddies to go shooting with. Is anyone interested in just, you know, catching up this weekend so on yeah. and so forth? That's a really great way not only to create um, a community of friends mm. but to find something um, or, or a group of people that will have your safe-to-fail environment mm, with I do you. love that expression of yours. It's yeah, really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's corporate world, safe-to-fail. <laughs> I do love it. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, male or female, to be honest, if you're I'm a little bit shy, put yourself out there Mm. put yourself out there get out from behind the computer for one thing and Mm. find some local groups do some photo walks do do um you know some private classes where you have to get a little bit outside of your box Mm -hmm. and 
like contribute yeah and you know maybe this is the the student coming out of me but like your instructors want you to have a voice even if you think it's a silly or a ridiculous question or you're not really confident they'd rather someone answer with something than nothing at all yeah um and you know you get your little pat on the back and your little reward when you've you've aced something so I think I don't know if if the females um, listening to this maybe feel like they're a little bit shy in particular fields um, and like I, you know, first-hand testament to the, the media and the film and the commercial industry, yeah. heavily male-dominated. Again, I'm not real sure if that's that females just aren't confident in the technical side of things mm. but like I'm, I'll put myself out there. I've just gone in and gone, you know what, mm. <laughs> I'm doing this. Yeah, um, So... And and I found, you know, my right mentors. I found yeah. mentors that could help me with that that also were supportive. And that's a really good point as well because a lot of people, and I'm not going to say just women, but a lot of people feel quite um, quite frightened of finding a mentor that's mm. going to be quite valuable for their career. Oh, mentors are hugely valuable. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like I, I've I'm all for, you know, I've done the, the class of YouTube, the school of YouTube <laughs> for years and years and years. I'm still on the school, the of, school YouTube. of YouTube. Yeah. Honestly. And it, it, look, there are some amazing things, but also be aware of YouTube at the same time mm. um but getting a mentor even if it's just one person randomly um who you know is a friend but who perhaps mm. is a little bit more experienced or a little bit more confident really will take you places leaps and bounds mm. to to bring you outside of your box but open up opportunities yes um you yes. know through through working with some friends and just going you know what can I just assist you today yeah has opened up doors for me that I never thought I would have probably um myself yeah. got to um yeah. and they've put in the hard work and people recognize um willingness and enthusiasm and a genuine intent yes so I think that's important to show that you yeah. you are humble but capable yes absolutely is the good thing yeah oh fantastic well I think we've had a really good chat today about about our own experiences in the photographic industry and it's been great chatting to you Cara about about your experience so thank you so much for spending time with me today thank you for having me again not a problem (laughs) I'm sure we'll see you again really soon so thanks thanks so much everyone and have a great night Cara see you later thank you bye thanks for listening to this episode of photo mission focus discussing photography if you enjoyed the show today please leave a comment Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.